The Love Shack is a little old place where we can get together, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble. A fantastic win for Chelsea and Real Madrid aren't happy with Hazard. It's Thursday, 6th of May. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Andy Russell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Hello, everybody. Welcome to said Love Shack. <laughs> Just before we turned the microphones on, Pete said that he nearly played five-a-side football for the Darkness uh, lead singer's team. Mm. That is the, terribly the exciting. Dar- is it? Yeah. I mean, it's, I was just having a kick around with the Darkness, or rather uh-huh. the lead singer, Justin Hawkins, the Darkness, and he said, you should come and play football with us. I was like, yes, please. Yeah. And I, I have a real... I have real problems with turning uh, interviewee interview dynamics into actual textual friendships. Never, uh, ha- it's never happened before. Is that why there's a block between you and I? <laughs> <laughs> I never quite could get over no. that impenetrable wall. Exactly. He's too professional for you. He That's is. Yes. The bottom line. True. True. People have often have, have said Pete's too professional. It's, uh, <laughs> yes. it's an accusation that he those, gets those all the their time. exact words. <laughs> uh, Chelsea were very professional last night, gentlemen. Weren't they? What mm. a win. What a performance. Yes, they missed a few chances, but my goodness, Pete, they march into that final. Do you, do you want to do your speech? Oh. Eden Hazard letting everyone down. <laughs> Eden, this is Real Madrid, and we're very disappointed in you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you laugh? <laughs> you think that's funny, do you? Going out of a semi-final when we've got pedigree in this tournament. You, my son, are a disgrace. And if you think you're starting on the opposite wing to Gareth Bale next season, you've got another thing coming. <laughs> oh, dear. And yet they might be pushed into that by uh, financial considerations. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fantastic? Um, yes. Real Madrid over the All last right, few we'll weeks. We'll park Chelsea's <laughs> performance for the moment and we'll talk about Real Madrid's post-match performance in the media. It's, it's not really their performance it's the performance of uh, Joseph Pedro Roll, that's what it? I said Andy on, in the media uh, mm. El Chiringuito yes uh, if you TV, haven't seen this who are uh, having you know made some expressions in the light of the uh, Super League thing mm. most of them in defence of uh, Florentino Perez and really quite embarrassing <laughs> defence of uh, Florentino Perez thought you know what in the words of the great Bill Hicks, I can find a, a ledge beneath the edge. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's that's what he did. It, yeah. it turns out that Eden Hazard has mates yeah. from his old work. Well, Andy, if we're going to chuck in Bill, Hick, <laughs> Bill Hicks quotes, then uh, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Florentino Perez always gets in. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, all right. Well, let's... let's, let's uh, I mean, yes, Eden Hazard having a little chuckle at the end of the game with some former teammates. When, mm. when, when we, I think when we all saw that, we thought... That may bite you on the backside back in Real Madrid, but my goodness, if you haven't, for days, mate. I tell you what, that's, <laughs> that, they've taken a chunk of flesh. There. But the, if you haven't seen that, do seek it out. Andy, what's the the, the name of the, the the thing we're talking about? Um, El Chiringuito. But um, it's, we it's, tweeted it's, it. It's, it's, we tweeted it. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. You've mate. seen it. Um, I thought it was like Spain's version of Crime Watch. <laughs> it did look and like thought, something they? terrible. Have you seen this man? Yeah. He was last seen laughing <laughs> on this pitch at Stamford Bridge. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's in big trouble. Um, but, gentlemen, it was a super performance uh, from, from Chelsea. Very dominant, Peter. 
It was about uh, another it, English I, side into I, the final, <laughs> off to the home of Saint George. Look, I mean, I'll defer to Top Brass <laughs> because he's he's been backing Chelsea from the almost the very beginning in this Champions League campaign that they, yeah. they could go all the way. But surely, Andy, in the next round, they need to be more clinical. They need to be more clinical. <laughs> Andy, they just need to be more clinical. The man makes well, an excellent point. <laughs> we, we could have said that about Manchester City in the in the second half in Paris mm. when when they dominated. Mm. So short memories. I mean, it's it's, it's super exciting. I think it's it's going to be a really, really good final, despite the fact that English clubs often neutralise mm. each other in these these big game sort of moments. I'm mm. I'm relatively hopeful. Um, Are you hopeful for but, another early dubious penalty, which kind of settles the tie very early on, and it's just a foregone conclusion after that? It's what we all want. Yeah, it's <laughs> what we all want. Hopefully, after a, a large set by the Imagine Dragons. <laughs> yes, yeah. please. So, sorry, Pete. If I got that right, is it no, the I'm... Imagine Dragons? I realise it's not the Smashing. Do you know what? The, I, I've I... said this story on more than one occasion on this show. I have slapped the lead singer of Imagine Dragons in the face. Yeah, have you? Yeah. Was he the opposition to your father's side team? And that's why I can't text the lead singer of Imagine Dragons. <laughs> but I mean, I said a moment ago, you know, they're off to the home of St George because he was from modern day Turkey. I believe, he was. Andy. Imagine Dragons, and then after that, you can have a sort of uh, uh, an imaginary, imaginary, uh, imaginary uh, dragon slang from mm. uh, from uh, a St George sort of figure. I, I or have knew, I gone too far? I knew <laughs> this year's Champions League final would be an underwhelming spectacle, Marcus. <laughs> I, do, I do find it slightly amusing when they go, you talk about... I mean, factually, yes, two English teams are in the final. Mm. But, I mean, it's it's not really the, uh, the, the the minds and the... I mean, OK, Mason Mount's been brilliant. Obviously, Phil Foden's mm. on. But I mean, you know, it's Guardiola and Tuchel, and we're focusing on Tuchel today. And it is, it is about the coaches. I, yeah. think, I think you're absolutely right, and that has made the difference for the, for the Premier League in, in the last little while but Pete was very generously saying I thought Chelsea had a shot at the start I mean they still have Frank Lampard then I don't have the foresight to see him getting binned <laughs> off but you did, Thomas you Tuchel did. And I, I really want to, uh, to we, we really want to present this uh, at your door Andy because you did say when Lampard was in charge they could go quite far in this competition so what What I mean but but um, but, but talking of that you know despite um, what we saw, uh, certainly uh, Julian Laurent tweeted on on, on, uh, on Twitter, because that's where you do tweet. Uh, in four months at Chelsea, Thomas Tuchel has beaten Zidane, Guardiola, Klopp, Simeone twice, uh, Mourinho, Carlo Ancelotti, and Chelsea have not conceded a single goal in those seven matches. I'll tell you is... what, if you're Mourinho, you're thinking I'm bloody lucky to be in that company. Well, I'll tell moment. you what, he, <laughs> he is. He is. Uh, but that's very, very impressive. Uh, 18 clean sheets in 24 games under Tuchel. Uh, they conceded 50% of their goals to Big Sam. Sometimes you do have to hold your hands up. Yes. Uh, of course. Um, uh, but Glenn Hoddle did say last night, Andy, to channel perhaps what you're saying here, um, don't forget what Frank Lampard has done for Chelsea yeah, that's this ex- season. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just to, I, I just I, wanted to clarify. I did, I did say, <laughs> when, when I said that Chelsea could be a shout for this competition, mm-hmm. I did knew. caveat it with if they defend properly. And that is the thing, under Thomas Tuchel, uh. they've defended... More than properly, but it was yeah, it was more than that last night. Yeah, I think they never. Uh, I think yeah. it was it was very comparable to the second leg against Atletico Madrid. Mm. In the despite not having that much of the game, Real Madrid and Atletico both mm. had good chances in the first half, and Edouard mm. Mendy, who yeah. well. It's an incredible story, isn't it? It you really think, is. He, he was. He was on the dole six years ago. It's madness. I think <laughs> after, people after being binned by a fifth division French club. People sort of forget his story, don't they? That it's, as if he was like this kind of prominent keeper in Ligue 1. Don't get me wrong. Obviously, in the last couple of seasons, he's done okay. But mm. he's really a number two, is he not? Well, I think he was bought because of the Kepa situation. No, of course he was. If they, if they no, but if they didn't have Kepa, oh. if they hadn't, if they had just an underperforming keeper. 
rather than an underperforming 80 million euro keeper. Mm. They don't buy Mendy. No. Mm. They buy someone else. Because I think what they felt they had to do is buy someone who could replace slash compete with him. Okay. And he's competed the ass off him. As it turns but out. But he's not. Vass is getting removed today. And an awful amount. <laughs> uh, but, but he's not had that much experience as a number one, though. Yeah, but they, they have bought him knowing he could be the number one. They, yeah, they, sure. didn't, they didn't buy him as backup. Yeah. I, I think that's. But he, he's, it's been an enormous step up this season. Oh, yeah. And he's stepped up to it. Mm. He's been great. It's, it's one of those things that, you know, it's, it's a supermarket sweep. It's, it, I have to make the most of. It's a lovely old reference. Of that. this moment. Yeah, it's really, really true. And, and, and that's, that's what he's done. He's been really good. But having said that, just like Atletico had a couple of good chances mm. early on in that, it did turn into an absolute hiding in the end. Mm. And Chelsea were just faster. This is, what, so this is the Atletico game you're saying, or are you better about, both of these games. You get, don't get your Madrid's mixed up. they would be fine with it. Yeah, who gives a it. crap? <laughs> no, but I, I think in both of those games that turned out to be the case, and the stamina and mm-hmm. the strength of of Chelsea, as well as the technical excellence, is is notable. Yeah, I, I, I saw like Real against Getafe um, in their last match. It was, I think it was a goal of straw, and they looked oh, on the weekend, thread, but it was Oviedo was soon at the weekend sorry you're but right but yeah. he, he, he rested like Modric and Kroos uh, yeah. at the weekend didn't he so he was um, planning, they should yeah. have been fresh really but they didn't look fresh did they yeah. um, but they, they, look they, like, they look like old men and that's what Liverpool should have made them look like mm. but they, they didn't like I, I mean I, I don't just want to bring it back to a Premier League thing but Chelsea played them so much better than Liverpool played them yeah, yeah. Well, but like, exactly, yeah. but, like, but the, the back line looked absolutely injured. Even like Militao's would be the new yeah. Pepe in the future, build the team around him. Mm-hmm. Like, he looked fucking creaky. Everyone looked really, really old and creaky. Obviously, the focus mm. was, of course, on on Ramos, but... He sort of threw, <laughs> through osmosis. He sort of tired, didn't it? Just being too near Sergio Ramos. But just like, they looked as... As threadbare as uh, the, the Chelsea manager's hairline, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you would say, though, that, that perhaps... That this Real Madrid side, you know, the, the, those players that you're mentioning are now pushing on. They've done remarkably well in in this competition for for so but, many but, years. But what happens next? I mean, does offloading the bigger? I mean, mm. they will be ridiculous owners. Yeah. Are you able to sort of claw back a little bit of finance, mm. or are you just going to have to focus on your well stocked? Uh, well, they've got Gareth Bale uh, coming back. They've got so, Gareth so they've Bale got coming back. back. <laughs> uh, it just course. seems like a bit of a mess. What, what really. did you think, Peter? With Thomas Tuchel, much has been made about him being the first coach to to go to back-to-back Champions League finals with different clubs. Mm. And when he was asked about this, he said, well, you're obviously doing, I think Des Kelly on BT Sports said, well, you're obviously doing something right. And he said, well, if I was doing something right, it might not be with two different clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's very good. He's good. Funny. I like he's it. Funny. As Karen like pointed out, he, he shows, and bearing in mind it's a second language, although he seems to have a great uh, grasp <laughs> of it. Uh, he's a little bit of wit. He's quite a good mm. interviewee. He's old Tommy Took. Yeah, I'd, I'd prefer if he wouldn't hug uh, Conte as much because he's yeah. obsessed with hugging him. And I, I don't know. I think why. we all would be if we were Chelsea coach. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, no. But he's he said he's been dreaming of managing Conte for such a long time. <laughs> he gets to Chelsea and he just spends all of his time hugging. Look, I speak for all the short ass out there. Stop hugging us, right? No, we're small. No, hug us. We're small. We may feel like little dollies, but we do not appreciate <laughs> being hugged speak tightly for yourself. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've yeah. got two inches on Conte, and I, I feel for him because big men want to hug us. Well, we're very <laughs> huggable. Big men, if you're listening, I'm up for it. Um, just in the hugging. Uh, Tuchel did say, uh, yeah, he said he. Well, yeah, but this is this is the quote, Peter. He needs to accept 
that yeah, I will exactly. tell him I do this a lot. Yeah. Peter, like Conte, you just need, you to, need accept to accept it. it. <laughs> I mean, that would take like Luke seen. doing the arm arm shelf on it, where he puts his arms on, like he puts his like elbow and and shoulder on me. Does he sort of to dominate in a photograph? <laughs> I don't appreciate it. This isn't a, this isn't a sizes thing. Jules did, Jules did that to me once while I was picking up a paperclip. <laughs> what? What? She just put. A... Yeah, she leaned her head on me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, leaned her oh, elbow yeah, on my head. Yeah. Pick up my paperclip. I mean, you knob. she's a bully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to watch for that one. Um, but yeah, Akante drove out of Stamford Bridge in his mini. Was mobbed by fans. It's just lovely to see. Oh, it's it. it I mean, again, he's a small chap, so yeah. it probably works like size wise. He'd probably mm. look a bit ridiculous if he was in a in a Range Rover. But... Yeah, I don't think he was in the Clubman or the Countryman. No, he was in the, no, he was in one of the tight, little yeah. electric mini. I reckon. No, no, no. It's it's a 2013. Same as my uh, girlfriend. Is that right? Bit of advice: don't leave the uh, don't <sighs> leave the hell ramblers. We're turning to top gear. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even drive, and I know what that is. Yeah. I don't leave the coolant cap off for crying because out she'll be angry that. with you. Do not do that. <laughs> Blows uh, up the engine. Oh, that's the last I'm thing I'm hearing. That is the last thing you need. Uh, nice for Timo Werner to score, though, Andy. <laughs> yes, I think uh, Vish tweeted about uh, the bit where the ball hit the crossbar from Kai Havertz and sort of looped up and it was coming down towards Werner. Which said, I felt quite sick at that I moment. did. <laughs> I know that feeling. It yeah. had everything. It had a nose brush written all over it, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, or you could have done it. Don't a, get under this one. No. Don't get under yeah. this one. Done, remember when Balotelli kind of shouldered it in when he yeah. had that? You could have done that. <laughs> well, we were talking Probably we, VAR early... would pick you up for it now. Oh, and actually, there was a centimetre <laughs> on the upper arm. We, we were talking earlier in the week, weren't we, about uh, Kamar Roof's chest finish in the, in the that, old. The, old but that was very game. good. That was very, very uh, great bit of improvisation. Love a chest. It, don't we all? Um, especially when it's uh, pressed up against you and a big hug. Peter. Get off. Uh, get off me. <laughs> The the goal from Timo Werner, though, it, uh, it got them going. They should yes. have had more. Uh, Peter is worried about them in the final, though, because against Manchester City, they do need to put their chances away. And Andy, are you particularly pleased that they're both in the final? Because I know you were very upset with um, Leicester City ruining the Chelsea Man City FA Cup final that you wanted. Yeah, that's uh, exactly right. <laughs> I, I think it will be really interesting. Uh-huh. I do think that, Manchester City have more to lose than than Chelsea. I say that obviously Chelsea in, in, Man City in, was at one of the in this semi final all over again. Yeah. But I, th- I think you know there are so many other layers to this, and we, as you say, we talked about Eden Hazard and the quite ridiculous fuss over, <laughs> uh, yeah, very predictable but quite ridiculous yeah, fuss yeah, 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 yeah. about that in 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 Spain. Um, but I, yeah, I do kind of feel with this, we can't overlook just how hilarious it is mm-hmm. that Paris Saint Germain who are actually far more desperate to win this competition than Manchester City or Chelsea, for Uh that matter. Their captain and their coach from last season's final have now gone further than they're in the competition. Two people who were, let's be clear about this, binned by Paris Saint-Germain. Well, Thiago said, but no, I think that it's kind of been overlooked. What is he, 36 years old? Yes. He's playing at Chelsea now, obviously, has been for the whole season. You may have noticed. And didn't stay because Leonardo said to him, go and get another club. Yeah. And and my, hasn't he? <laughs> You've but, been poo-belled. <laughs> but, but he has been very important in that airtight Chelsea defence. And it's been it's been phenomenal. I mean, people could, could make what they want, you know, but... It's been it's been a great season for him. But what do they, going forward though? What do you think they'll do in the final, Peter? Will they bring back uh, 
Olivier Giroud. <laughs> well, they get old Giroud back there. Yeah, he's got his autobiography out. He does. That would really upset me if I'd written an autobiography and then I scored in the Champions League finals. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, can we pull him back? <laughs> I've got another chapter to write, yeah. Uh, Just set up a cardboard cutout, a little stand <laughs> selling yes, books. Imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the side of the pitch. Oh, he'd be gutted. I mean, I don't know what the attendance is going to be in uh, in Istanbul, but I mean, well, I imagine it'll be limited. The Turkish government has... How many a... books is he going to sell outside? That's what I'm asking. Well, he's going to try. Uh, the, so, Turkish the, the plan government... is it's at the Olympic Stadium. Right. So there should be some space between the pitch and the stands. Uh-huh. So nice. he should be able to do some sort of book signing event. <laughs> yes. You know, very much like Chelsea and Sheffield United used to drive cars around the pitch right. in, the, mm-hmm. in, the, in the 80s and 90s. Okay. Mm. Well, the Turkish government has allocated 4,000 tickets to both Chelsea and Man City supporters, ah. which is interesting. Apparently... I, and I imagine the final attendance will be 30,000 because they're all a corporate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems exactly. to be happening. It's like, we've given uh, 10,000 to this club, 10,000 to the other club, and there's an attendance of 50,000. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, that, that, I mean, that always happens um but you know not uh, under a pandemic not under pandemic rules that yeah. seems particularly but callous, are, they, are they are they turkish manchester city and chelsea fans that's the mm, question that it? is the question andy which we can't answer um right now uh, of course what about kai havertz andy did you enjoy his performance i did enjoy his performance him and, and Werner working well together i mean obviously it's a little bit of cutting edge uh wouldn't have gone amiss but ultimately they went through and mason mount got the winner yeah and i, I or, the, do, or the clincher yeah and i do think it's an overlooked part of Thomas Tuchel's job mm. is getting the best out of... I think Werner, it will kind of take care of himself. It's just a confidence thing because, you know, he's not been a dead weight even when he's not been scoring goals. He's mm-hmm. He's been incredibly useful to them. He takes full part in everything that the team does. He gets through loads of work. His pace and his runs change the game um, and, and the goals will come. With Havertz... I think he's one of the major things that undermines Lampard because they've spent a fortune on this guy mm. who is, we're not allowed to say legacy players anymore, are we? But <laughs> You can say legacy a, fans though. Yeah, he, <laughs> he is a player who, you know, is aiming, they're aiming to be a big player for them for, for, for 10 years. It's not about resale or anything like that. They're aiming mm-hmm. to get full value out of him. Um, they've gone out and they've spent a lot of cash on him and there seemed to be no plan to integrate him. It, it seemed like, Lampard looked at him like, oh, he's an option. Mm-hmm. But there was no sense of, I might build the, the team around this player or at least find a position that I want to help him grow in. Mm. And that is a huge part of Tuchel's brief, to get the best out of him and make him like one of the best players in the Premier League, basically. Yeah. And you feel that there's at least a start to that now. Yeah, you do. Mm. You really, really do. Um, one thing that we can't uh, forget to mention, that El Pais... Uh, ran a, a quite stunning article in the build-up to this game with the headline, Chelsea's first captain weighed 150 kilos. <laughs> was it like in 1904? So did Eden Hazard, if you read yeah. Real Press. Because he's quite a sort of famous kind of... I think he's having psoriasis of the liver of like 40 or something like right, that. Okay. Quite, quite young. Um, but he... Uh, I read a piece where it was saying about... Um, when he played against Accrington Stanley, mm. his keeper's jersey um, uh, clashed uh, against uh, the, the colours of Accrington mm-hmm. Stanley, so, it, so they had to wrap him in a sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And then they, but then they said he kept a clean sheet because he didn't nah, do any dives. Nice. Hey? He's conceded three goals, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just couldn't get down. And he also, he also snapped the crossbar in the same match. Oh, dear. Wonderful. Marvellous stuff. Um, Keep eating, guys. Apparently, he used to turn up for breakfast um, before all of the other players and the team yeah. and the whole you know spread had been spread out and he just ate, ate the whole lot <laughs> enjoy it don't make them like that, they used to that happened to me at, at school once where we, we beat a team 4-0 and to get their revenge on us mm. they all seemed very 
like keen Junior, at the end yeah. to go, oh, well done, and then head off the pitch. <laughs> and they went back to the clubhouse, nicked all the orange clubs, and then buggered off back to Essex or wherever they were from. Left, with, <laughs> left you with the mint uh, clubs. Yeah. Oh, oh poor rubbish. Andy, poor Andy. Um, so, yeah, you know, it is fairy, fairy tale stuff that um, two clubs that signed up for the European Super League are in the Champions League final. Something it's where they want to be. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Although uh, UEFA president Alexander Seferin will still punish those clubs that signed up for the ESL. Reportedly, he holds less resentment towards the English side as uh, the English sides uh, compared to the other ones, as in his words, it's a clear difference between the English clubs and the other six. They pulled out first. They admitted they made a mistake. For me, there are three groups of this 12, the English six who went out first, then Atletico Madrid, AC Milan and Inter. And after them, the ones who feel the earth is flat and they think the Super League still exists. <laughs> <laughs> Calling them flat earthers, my goodness, he's, he's not a happy man. Um, gentlemen, something uh, rather different to end the first half um, and something that I'm sure that everyone, at least in this room, can get behind Reports came out yesterday afternoon that Newcastle United are going to try and hire Gattuso. Gennaro Gattuso. Pete Donaldson. My giddy arm. He's been a long-term man crush for me, yeah. for, for, for just general crush uh, for, for, for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I endorse this move wholeheartedly. I, just, I, I mean, what they've done is went, Right, what should we do? Should we replace Vibe Merchant and, you know, <laughs> Tactical Pygmy, Steve Bruce, Vibe with, Merchant. With, <laughs> with Good Company Man and Vibe Merchant, Katusa? It's a different vibe, scarier vibe, much I would scarier, say. Much scarier. Um, but, I mean, as, as, as Andy will no doubt sort of um, say, he, 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 I think looking at him as a two dimensional character, mm-hmm. of which he is very much a two dimensional character, um, does him a disservice a little bit. He's a better coach than people sort of yeah totally there's 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 more to him and mm. I, I think when you look at um the situations that he inherited a, a, a milan and, and, and napoli which were difficult situations he produced competitive teams and i think because people look at him as a certain type of guy Maniac. as well as sort of <laughs> a certain type of fork wielder <laughs> the, 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 the basically there's the idea that he doesn't know tactics which is is not correct as well won the copper tally with napoli smart. yes Exactly, and he got Milan, uh, broke Milan to the brink of the Champions League as, yeah. as, as well. So mm. he was linked with the Newcastle job in the summer of two thousand and nineteen, apparently, when he left Milan. But it turned out that they hadn't even spoken to him. Yeah, I mean, it just sounds like this. Whether there's any kind of uh, yeah. truth to these rumours, well, well, we just don't know. Well, it's and a if bit... I was going to err on the side of caution, nah. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, there was also a bit of chat on one of the newspapers today that Spurs have been um, speaking to Antonio Conte. It's like, okay. Why would Conte do that? <laughs> I mean, they, they might, to annoy Mourinho. I mean, they might have spoken to him. Hello, is that Antonio? And then he hung up the phone. <laughs> uh, but uh, there we are, Andy. Uh, a bit of European football chat. You can get more European football chat, of course, on on the continent today. Yeah, obviously, we will be looking at the the losing. Champions League semi-finalists and the fallout and where next for uh, Paris Saint-Germain and Real Madrid. We'll also be looking at that future prospect of Conte versus Mourinho all over again in Serie A because we've got Nicky Bandini Mm -hmm. on today. And of course, it's Super Saturday and Sunday in La Liga as the title race comes to a thrilling climax. My goodness. Well, that's out today, uh, this afternoon on Football Ramble Presents. Get involved. In football, you've worked with and alongside some of the biggest names in the game, some of the biggest coaches you've come up against as well. 
Who's been your biggest influence in your coaching career? I think myself. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Got to hand it to him. It's an oldie but a goodie. It a is. friend of the ramble. Uh, Kay Murray there talking to Jose Marino. Right. <laughs> let's have Luke Cunningham's email jingle. Show at footballramble.com. Show at footballramble.com. Jules, Fish, and Jim Campbell. The three into the football ramble. Luke Moore is kind of sore. Andy Brassel plays the asshole. Kate Mason hot takes. Marcus Speller will put us Go at footballramble.com. Show at footballramble.com. It's an unnecessary uh, kind of mid post-chorus beatdown from a late Weezer single. <laughs> we sort of go, no, nah, we didn't need that, lads, to be honest. <laughs> He mugs you both off. Yeah. He might he mug me off. I can't quite hear what he says off the mind. Yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate it. Lukey Cunny there with his uh, with his email jingle. Pete, you've got an email. We've you? got an email from uh, someone calling themselves Brain Alwake uh, on the subject of egg cracking to mark Easter in the Ukraine. I'm from Lebanon and every Easter people would organise these egg cracking competitions in a tournament style knockout in their respective villages. The idea is you bump the tips of boiled eggs and the egg that breaks loses. Uh, with the other progressing in the competition. It's so serious for some people that they spend the month before Easter travelling around the country to chicken farms so they can find the eggs with the strongest shells to win them at <laughs> the competition. And losers typically, typically uh, accuse their opponent of cheating uh, by hitting the egg on the side, which is weaker than the tip, or using fake eggs. Oh. Wooden, metal, different bird, etc. <laughs> <laughs> different bird. Metal eggs. <laughs> metal eggs. I mean, you'd know, wouldn't you? Bang! <laughs> One of those rubbers you used to buy. Uh, things can typically get pretty... Pretty heated for some people. The tradition has obviously suffered a lot during the pandemic, uh, but it's something that has been uh, going on for generations. Oh, get a load of that. Interesting. Yeah. Like conkers. Would you, are you allowed to soak them in vinegar and stuff like that? Stick oh, them in the oven. Stick them in the oven, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Varnish, was that a cheating? Varnish. Is it, is it varnish for I conkers? I don't know, to be honest. Yeah. Like that. Never that played it myself. No, you never, you've never played conkers? Well, not... I, get out, not Marcus. Once, once or twice, but not right. really. <laughs> what that means? I did inhale. Not, not, <laughs> not for any length of time. What that, what that means? I didn't know what Ladies and gentlemen, is Marcus is quite a competitive person yeah. and he wasn't any good at it. <laughs> that's what it means. No, he blamed the conkers. That, 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 I, I don't remember the defeats. That, that, that's, that's not the case at all, Andy. That's not the case at all. <laughs> uh, I was just uh, too cool. Uh, no, I, I, I think, I think conkers are too cool. I think conkers has gone out by the time that I burst onto the scene. What were you into? Uh, Breakdowns. Bearblades and, <laughs> bear and babes. Yeah, we used to love all that. <laughs> There we are. Show at footballramble.com. That's right, the email then. address. Pete, yeah. what's it time for now? It's time for this. I prefer to kill him. There he is again. Portmantonio Conte. Simon Portmantonio Conte, if you are unaware of the rules, there's two footballers in my mind and Daniel Mead's mind uh, because he came up with the clues for this one. Thank you, Daniel Mead. Um, are you ready? <laughs> Go ready. On. Go figure out who they are. Tell us who they are. They're mashed together in a Portmantonio Conte. Uh, I am the only former DC United striker to have my own show on Sky One and I am a former West Ham defender named after a grooming appliance who has also performed a Strip tease on the TV show A League of Their Own. I've no idea. DC United striker, short on Sky One, West Ham defender, grooming appliance, League of Their Own strip tease. 
Sounds horrific. I've got absolutely nothing. I don't know the rules anymore, honestly. <laughs> uh, the first one's Wayne Rooney, isn't it? It is Wayne Rooney. Oh, blimey. I was thinking American. Wayne Rooney, Rizorodic. Well done, Daniel Mead. Well done, well Daniel, Daniel Mead. Excellent, Daniel. All right, are you ready for your second slice of the pie? <laughs> I hope so. <clears throat> From Andrew Robson, thank you for this clue. Andrew Robson, I played for Chelsea, Liverpool and Arsenal and I was the first player to score the Premier League, uh, Premier League FA Cup and Champions League hat-tricks. And in 2008, I won the League Cup in February before moving to Pompey in the summer. Let's go. You'll see Fenoyen. I mean, I just want to hear the whole tune. Yeah. It's a bit like, yeah, yeah, kind of like French kind of... I forgot the... I don't don't know the rules anymore. anymore. (laughs) 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 Well, you were right with the first one. Give it two halves, you two. You got the first one half right and Marcus got the second one half right. Yossi Benayunas Kabul. Andrew Robson, thank you for that one. And thank you for playing... I prefer to kill him. I love that little Tommy Took at the end. Um, excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. Speaking of excellent stuff, everybody. Let's have a Mario Balotelli update. Ricky Lambert opened up about his time at Liverpool and um, particularly Mario Balotelli's irritating antics in training. All right. His head would just go. <laughs> if it wasn't going his way, he would just ruin the session, basically. He'd kick the ball away or score an own goal. Spells yet conquers. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Lambert remonstrate how about <laughs> how about that yeah Mika Richards recently said that uh, Balotelli's famous fireworks bathroom incident had uh, precedent he said that he came he came to do it at my house and chased me around my house with fireworks which were lit <laughs> fireworks is such a naughty kid at school kind of thing to be into you know because yeah. like it's more dangerous than I think kids realise yes yeah and I think having access to fireworks I, I, I know how stupid I am and I let naughty things mm. but I'm not naughty enough for fireworks yeah you did chase me around a house in South Africa once with what was a sort of a I don't know like a cattle it was a cattle prod, prod. <laughs> it was a cattle prod <laughs> it was like it was like a truncheon but it was yeah. it would electrocute someone. I mean yeah I mean Johannesburg is is yeah, frightening at the, at the best oh, of times oh it was for intruders quite clearly yeah um, and I didn't classify myself as an intruder. <laughs> you obviously did. Uh, and, uh, Eddie did. I remember finding like... You a, used to wear winkle pickers back in those days, so I, did, I had yeah. the run you on you. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I may well still be in South Africa in some form. It's a bit of S&M, really, isn't it? Me and my winkle pickers, probably in my pants, just chasing you around. That was when I found like a kind of... Um, it was like this weird kind of circular, kind of curler of hair volumizer under the under the bed. All oh, right. And for like six months after, I'd stole it. And and and, yep. and 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 would kind of volumize my hair. Mm. I have very thin hair, but for six that sweet months, one. I had these beautiful, big, thicky, oh. thick thatch sort you, of could thing. You, not get it you look like Susan Surrounded in <laughs> the Witches of Eastwick. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not get massive it here? volume. You could get it here, but it looked stupid, so I stopped using it. Oh, all right, okay. Well, there we are. I mean, I look like Paul Calf now, so it's not got any better, <laughs> you has do it? A bit, yeah, yeah, you do. Um, oh, we should say Balotelli scored a brace for Monza at the weekend. Coming on in the 80th See? minute. Also picked up a yellow card. My goodness, Andy, he's doing all right. Considering that a lot of people, and that they are close to cracking the top two now, mm. um, considering that a lot of the days up to that were people complaining about his weight, I think mm. it's, it's quite an impressive riposte. Mm. But, but that's Balotelli for you. He can pull whatever he wants out of the back. It's nice to hear he's still going. Isn't it? Pull nice whatever he wants out of the back. It'll be Catherine Wheels. It'll <laughs> yeah, be Catherine yeah, Wheels yeah. in the bag. That's right, that's right. <laughs> uh, absolutely. But we've seen a lot of fans 
letting to celebrate stuff during the pandemic, letting out of fireworks outside the stadium. Mm. I mean, that could be the next step. If Monza get promoted, maybe Balotelli lets off fireworks inside the stadium. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like that. Um, I, I, I would hope that in they would set up a kind of a, what would it be? You know, like Man City have different clubs around the world in that group. In the city group, yes. Uh, if Monza had one in um, Australia, surely it would be Bonza. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we go now, ladies and gentlemen, to Australia. Good God, <laughs> <laughs> Earth Glory's billionaire owner Tony Sage, great name, uh, yes. was uh, he was denied entry into last night's closed match at HBF Park. It would have been the first home game he'd missed in 14 years. This is a billionaire who cares, Andy. He loves his football quite clearly. Um, so instead, he attended the game as a ball boy. I like it. Isn't that lovely? Is it because like they wouldn't allow non-relevant uh, staff, like non-essential like, so. staff yeah, in, yeah. The, in the stadium? Right, so yeah. he had to have a use. Yes. Right. So, uh, yeah. I mean, Could you, I mean, surely... Could you uh, see Abramovich doing that? Just, <laughs> no, because he rarely watches. It's not. No, he's into his football. He's into his, he's football. his football. I can see the Glazers doing it. Men of the people. Is that right? Mm. Like to communicate oh, with the public. The Glazers. <laughs> um, but, well, let, let's get to the Glazers after we um, regrettably have to do um, a bit of... Uh, I suppose uh, sort of admin due diligence or whatever with with silly old Jens Lehmann, who's been sacked from uh, Hertha's board after he sent a message to pundit Dennis Ogo calling him a, a, a what was it a quota black guy on on Sky uh, in in Germany. Hmm. It, it's one of the things uh, where it's like we, we've had so much fun with Jens Lehmann over the past because yeah, I, yeah. I always enjoyed his antics Mad and, his, Jens, and he, yeah. he's quite a unique gentleman. But uh, yeah, I just let let himself. And the, massively done. The, the thing is, it's it's the way he responded to this because Ogo put it on. Instagram, mm. what had, what had happened? That's right, yeah. Because he, he accidentally he said, sent that message to he accidentally sent it to Ogo rather than I think a Sky Germany executive who mm. he intended to send it to. I mean, the, the way Lehman tried to squirm out of it mm. and and said, "Well, I was actually complimenting his punditry, and I meant it in a kind of ironic way, and I'm sorry if it was misunderstood or people took it the wrong." That's the whole point. Mm. It wasn't misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Just. Now, why do people who do stuff like this never say, actually, I fucked up? Mm. You know, why? I, I, it's pathetic. It's absolutely pathetic. <laughs> and Herter have done completely the right thing to sack him. They had to sack their goalkeeping coach mm-hmm. two or three weeks back um, who gave an interview to a Hungarian newspaper saying how um, they complained about um, immigration and homosexuality mm-hmm. and Herta reacted very quickly on that so we have to congratulate them for dealing with both of mm-hmm. these things and yeah, yeah. not doing a layman and not trying to squirm out of it oh, how, how many football semantics how many football clubs haven't done that how exactly. many clubs have actually just it just went oh we'll just see until if the, uh, wait until there's some kind of um, uh, see if it blows uh, over judgment see if it blows over but also mm. see if there's any sort of legal judgment to, to, before they even uh, move mm. a lot of European clubs have done that so indeed indeed uh, gentlemen uh, tonight we've got the Europa League it's, it's back once again uh, Manchester United are, are involved of course uh, they've got quite a a, a, a a heavy fixture list. Uh, they've got four matches in seven days after their clash was, with Liverpool was rescheduled, of course, uh, for, for next Thursday. Um, and uh, there's uh, apparently Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is a bit unhappy with Gary Neville's comments and feels he's whipping up the fans. And uh, poor Ollie says it puts him in a difficult position because um, he says, I've always had a good relationship with the Glazers. Uh, um, and he did say that they gave him a personal apology with I mean, regards to the ESL business. Solskjaer complain- Does that clear it all up, Andy? Solskjaer complaining about the ride he's getting from former Manchester United players. In the- 
<laughs> that is interesting. It's an interesting take. <laughs> well, at least Ollie's had a little bit of support from uh, an unlikely or perhaps a likely source in the form of Richard Keyes, who's waded in on Gary Neville's comments about the protests at the weekend. Our job is simple and privileged. Our job is to call football matches. It's not our job to instigate riots. <laughs> Impeach Richard Keyes. <laughs> <laughs> the capital. Twitter, do the right thing. Uh, yeah, I don't think he was uh, instigating a riot. Um, but there we are. That's uh, well, What's the point in commenting on that? Uh, but there are reports that the Glazers are lining up a bid for Harry Kane in order to dampen fan anger. Would that dampen the anger? Probably. Pete? I mean, they've spent, <laughs> probably would. I mean, they have spent Let's a fair few very... quid over the years, and yeah. it's, the, the, people seem to not like them. Mm. Understandably, it's, it's the fans aren't going to fall for this. It's I the most. Not. It's the most transparent thing I've ever seen. Especially as ninety million, the mooted figure is definitely not going to get you <laughs> Harry Kane. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that is quite a, a, a sort of um, <laughs> flying the ointment of this plan. Mm, it is. It is. Mm. We could see though uh, a, 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 an all English. Uh, Super League side sweep the board in uh, European finals, though, if uh, Arsenal and Manchester United go through. Talking of flies in the ointment, Arsenal are very much the fly in this ointment. Do you think so? In the ointment <laughs> of this theory. Yeah. I mean, you know, may- maybe they will get through, but they're not going to do it the easy way if they do. No. And, I mean, they're, they're super lucky to still be in this tie. I think that's, that's pretty clear. But mm-hmm. now they've got to take that opportunity, not make the amount of basic mistakes that they made in the first hour of that. When, let's be fair, Villarreal could have been over the hills and far away. They got by, away with it. By Arsenal, that, that point, I have nothing against Arsenal. I personally feel that a stronger Arsenal would be a really good thing for the Premier League. However, mm. having seen, having covered a lot of Arsenal in Europe over the last couple of years, having seen at first hand the way that Unai Emery was treated by certain people, and the way he was mocked when he's fundamentally a decent man, whether you think he's a good enough coach for mm-hmm. Arsenal or, or, or whatever, you know, I, I think that's kind of irrelevant. But there's a way to treat people, and he's shown dignity in like really quite difficult circumstances. I I would say when mm-hmm. people have uh, questioned his competence, made fun of the way he's spoken, all that sort of stuff. If if they if he went back to Arsenal and denied them a place in the final, I would feel fine about that. Oh, it would be a very sweet victory for I would, Emery, I would, I would feel good for him. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think we all would, Andy. Apart from Jim, because he's an Arsenal fan. Yeah. <laughs> there we are. On tomorrow's show, everybody, Kate, Luke, and you, Peter. Back again, baby. And you're going to be playing Luke's game. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all look forward uh, to that. Uh, well, thank you very much for listening to today's Football Ramble. Do enjoy the Europa League this evening, of course. And remember, Eden, we're still out there for you. <laughs> we're waiting for you. When you come back to Madrid, we're going to get you. <laughs> thank you very much, Andy Brassel. Thank you. Thank you very much, Pete Donaldson. Goodbye. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. This was a Stakhanov production and part of the Acast Creative Network.